best wrestling podcast in the world. Fact. The Road Wearing, Original Pete, The Bold Leaving, Power of Positivity, Keeping It Rollins, The Summit, Fact, The Homicidal, The Genocidal, The ECW Loving, Daring Young Creeping, Mr. No Days Off, Scott, Fact, The Biscuit and Gravy Eating, Naomi Loving, Lunatic Craving, The Melting Pot, JP, and you can bank on that, Fact, The Bailey Hugging, The Interrupting, the Jaeger Drinking, Mouth of the Carolinas, Will Stevens. Fact. It's a new day. Yes, it is. I miss you, Darren Young. Little Steven, Darren Young, in a evening gown match with Pat Patterson. Little Steven gets a little French-Canadian in him. If Jeff Hardy's going to face Jay Leno in a steel chairs match, people are just jealous because I got skills. Here's my issue. Is it <laughs> nope. worse to get beat by one midget or three? Little Steven in a beer drinking contest with Naomi. I have this big issue with people. I don't want to sound like an idiot. Just kept it Rollins. Jimmy Hart. Triple X-Pac. Against Little Steven. In a microphone on a pole match. Anything can happen. It's lightweight. If you don't want it, then don't bark it. We're three man bad. That's horrible. I don't want to make you look bad. You're buddy. fired, sir. When you want to hear me mess up, Aaron Radio Land. When you want to hear me not mess up, I did not know that. Wow. Wrestling with attitude. When you want your beer, awesome. Welcome to Wrestling with Attitude. Of course, I'm your host, the Summit of Wrestling, the Savior of Wrestling. The, don't even say that, Mr. Candlelight. I know what you're getting ready to say if he's here, which he's not. Uh, <laughs> but, of course, I'm the host of the show. Joining me today, once again, is Lil Steven, the host, the other half of Wrestling Radio. The other half? Yes. The other half. <laughs> uh, Hawaii's on the show. Welcome all our Periscopians that are on the show, if anybody's watching right now. Hawaii uh, 815. Yeah. Uh, if you're on the show today... <laughs> You know, chat with us about wrestling. Of course, it's a wrestling show, so we'll try to stay into the wrestling world. Uh, we got a lot to talk about on today's show. We got Sound Off. The top five this week for Sound Off is top five leader moments of all time. So if you have one, share it with us during that segment. Also, we're reviewing Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, and 205 if you want. Uh, I didn't watch this week yet, so but you can tell me about it. Okay. Uh, and we got some wrestling news to talk about, and we maybe do. We might do a what if. Ooh, yeah. a what if? Maybe a what? It's yeah. Time. We can do a what if? Yeah, we'll do okay. a what if. Why not? We'll All do right. a what if. I'm cool uh, with that. But first, let's go into. Oh, before I forget, also, if you want to call into the show today, call seven zero four four three nine. 6606, and we'll put you on the show. Ooh. We're going to talk about that. Don't read because you hate surprises. Uh, What? What? Yeah, you hate surprises. I love surprises. You know what I love the most? I love surprises when you're champion. That's what I like. You're not a champion. Uh, (laughs) Let's go into... uh, Wait a minute. There you go. What was that for? Dummy. Yeah. This is because I haven't heard it in a week. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> but first, let's go into... That's right. <laughs> you ain't heard that for a while. Uh, I'm going to change that. Trust me. Uh, let's go into Goodbye Song. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, 
right. Goodbye song. We we will talk about Mickey James. Don't worry. Uh, first thing we want to talk about though is Lita and the WWE. She is done with the WWE. No, she has. She's tweeted. She's officially dumped the company. Uh, that's the reason she's not been on the pre-show okay. lately. Uh, you know, she wasn't creative with the team, so I don't know what happened there. Uh, but Lita's done with the company. Also. Jerry the King Lawler is now just on the Legends contract. Ooh. That's the reason you have not seen him on the kickoff panels this past week. Uh, what, oh, yeah. are you, what are your thoughts? Well, it's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Jerry the King Lawler fan, but it's time. It's time, um, you know, he should have been gone a few years ago um, of just doing, like, you know, events and stuff. Like, he should have been just on a Legends contract for a little bit. Um, but I'm okay with it. I'm not okay with Lita, though. Um, I thought Lita could have brought some really good stuff to WWE, especially right now with the women's revolution and everything. I thought she could really uh, help those women shine even more. You know? I really would have loved to see her as a trainer at uh, the Performance Center. I would really like to see that. And, you know, also help with creative in that. Because, I mean, she was really good at what she did. So, But, you know, uh, best of luck to you, Lita. And, uh, you know, hopefully this is not the last time we see you in WWE. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, you'll see her for, you'll see both of them. For uh, different events, you know, mm -hmm. they're brought in for special appearances and WWE Network specials. But that's about it. Okay. I mean, you know, which, look, look, we talked about it earlier. Jerry Lawler should have been gone five years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know. I think once they got rid of JR, it was time for Jerry, uh, Jerry to go to. It really was. I'm trying to see who was the guy that was on NXT was on this week on the TLC. Oh, okay, it was Hot 97 DJ Peter Rosenberg. Okay, Peter Rosenberg. All right, I know who he is now. Uh, he's he's Hot 97. He's a DJ, he's a host of a radio show, a wrestling radio show. Uh, listen, if you need somebody to work your pre-shows, give me a call. I can talk. I can do kickoff show with somebody. Just give me a better host than what I got now. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Hot DJ 97 a better host? No, he's all uh, right. Just so. give, I can listen. I don't know if I can work. Listen, if I can make Little Steven a great host, imagine what I can do with Booker T. Quacky quack duck duck. You messed that up so much. Did I? I didn't even. Think, I thought Quacky Quack Duck Duck was better. I didn't think anyone ducky, could quack, mess. Quack? No, it's not. It's what is just it? Quacky Duck Ducky quacky, Ducky Suki Quack Quack Sucky Ducky Quack Quack Sucky Ducky Yeah Sucky Ducky. I don't even make sense. <laughs> I mean, I Sucky don't. Ducky doesn't I don't even sense. know. Shucky Ducky is what it actually. Shucky Ducky. Shucky Ducky. Shucky Ducky. Bucky Rucky. <laughs> I mean, Rocky Sucky. Stinky Mikey. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, listen. I, <laughs> I listen. I don't like James Ellsworth being in this match or this feud. It takes away from the wrestlers. And we talked about it <laughs> earlier. Wouldn't it have been better if he Slater would have been this feud? Oh yeah, yeah. Or Kurt Hawkins. Y- you know, we should now make that like a. Uh, we should make that a segment of the show. What? The uh, the Ellsworth corner with 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 uh, with the summit. Because you hate him so much. I don't like him either. I mean, I don't like Ellsworth. I'm just saying, isn't there other guys? Oh, there were so many other guys. Wouldn't it have been maybe – I mean, it would have been better, I thought, with maybe a Hawkins or even a Zack Ryder or somebody like that than James Ellsworth. I I know. I just – you know, now he's going to get a WWE title shot when guys like Ziggler, Miz, other people Apollo should be Cruz. in Apollo. I, well, I don't know about Apollo Cruz yet. Still, <laughs> but these guys deserve a shot over him. Yeah, as soon. As, well, hopefully, but you never know, know where WWE. I don't go. know anymore because I feel like they're giving the fans way too yeah. much. Yeah. Like, because they're like ever since NXT did this whole thing with the fans with blue pants and everything else. I don't know if you remember that. Blue stuff. pants was great. Yeah, but I don't know. But but what I'm saying is that the whole reason blue pants was created because the pants, or <laughs> because the pants, because the fans liked uh, liked her. She showed up one time, and what happened? There were all these chants for blue pants. Okay, so that's what's happening with Ellsworth. Shows up one time, becomes an internet sensation, and WWE thinks, "Oh, we got gold here." You don't got gold, WWE. <laughs> You're like, just giving them way too much credit. Like I told you earlier, I would love to sit in on the creative <laughs> con- uh, meetings with people when they talk about Ellsworth. I, I agree with you. I, yeah, they surely would've... they should, but they we should. don't know. But no, can you, I, <laughs> I would like to sit with WWE creative when they sit and say, we're going to sign James Ellsworth to a contract and push him against AJ Styles. Really? Yeah. I tell me how this works. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I got one better. We're going to put AJ Styles against James Ellsworth at Royal Rumble for the title. Yeah. Yeah, no, I <laughs> we agree with you, man. We do. I I I don't disagree on that. Right. I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I would love to be in there with the creative I, I because just, it makes no sense. I, I want to know no who in the world thinks it's a great idea of of doing that. But whatever. Uh, you know, we'll see where they go with this whole James Ellsworth thing and the Rumble. Hopefully what we think for the Rumble would be better than we what we expect. Uh, oh, but please. let's go into Sound Off first. WWA Sound Off, where your voice can be heard. Sound Off, let them know how you They did change people. Uh, yeah, I know Mick Foley's son Dewey's on the creative now. Uh, it's still Roger uh, Singh, uh, the one that accompanied Great Khali to the ring. Is he really still on? Yeah, it? he's still he's head of uh. Raw's creative. Uh, so that tells you a lot for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you didn't know he was there. No. I kind of try to forget about him, okay? I'm sorry. Uh, but Dewey, yeah, Dewey Cox, not Dewey Foley, excuse me. <laughs> Dewey Cox was a movie. Yeah, no. Um, He's going no, he should have gone. You're right. You're absolutely right on that. 
yeah, if you look at their, it still says, I'm a, that's network, uh, television, where is it, backstage personnel, uh, unassigned personnel. St- oh, in case you didn't know, Steve Carino is now at NXT as a trainer. I meant to tell you that. That's new news. They they signed in it. I meant to tell you, they signed Steve Carino to be a trainer, which is fine. But they're also trying to get some more of the Ring of Honor guys. So they're trying to get the Young Bucks is another name they're trying to sign. Yeah, I heard they're really trying to sign them right now. Um, Good for Steve Carino, though. Oh, what? Steve Steve Carino going to come out of retirement? Hopefully not. Uh, I can't see them doing any Steve Carino. Oh, I could. Like, I could see him being a GM. I would be okay with that, with him being a GM or some authority. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see him in the ring. Steve Carino versus Kevin Owens, part 50,000. Listen, <laughs> I can see Steve Carino with him. We've uh, already seen it. We've seen it like 5,000 times in an independent scene. I don't need to see I, it anymore. Creative writers for, you know. Okay, so uh, who we got? You got Dewey Foley. Creative assistant appears on Holy Foley. And this is wrong? Edward Koski. Uh, creative. It says off-screen personnel. It says creative oh. writers: Dewey Foley, Edward Kosky, uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy, what he? Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah, Jimmy Jacobs is the NXT writer. Okay. Uh, he was also a, you know, he was a wrestler. He's a wrestler as well, uh, but he's a writer for NXT. Joseph Bell Castro is lead writer NXT. Mickey Keegan is writer for NXT. Rajin Singh is head writer. He's the head writer. Head of writer? Yes, head writer. Oh, uh, my God. Robert Ooh. Evans is a writer for Raw. Uh, he, he's from Canada. He was Evans as Archer Paul Peck in 2011. He's a wrestler as well. Okay. Uh, but you also got uh, Robert Evans. Ryan Ward is lead writer for SmackDown. So they have Eric Koski is lead writer for Raw. Ron Ward is lead writer for SmackDown. And then Steve Guerrero is a writer for SmackDown. Uh, those are your writers. Cannot believe what's his name is. Head writer. Singh? Well, he's been in that position for a while. Well, they need to take him out of that position. Give it to somebody else, man. I don't like him as head writer. Well, I'm glad you don't like him. But uh, that that's the writers for... We're all on SmackDown, so I don't know how good that is. Uh, let's get into this week's top five. Top five this week is top five lead-up moments of all time. Okay. And we might have the same, and we ain't sharing them. Uh, number five for me, what do you have? I've got Lita debuts with S.A. Rios. That's on there with me. I'll, I'll uh, go ahead Versus and Eddie and China. That's my <sighs> number five. Man, that was a crazy one, man. I tell you, no, I mean, uh, we'll talk about that actually. Yeah, um, yeah, hold on, to that we'll talk about. It. You know, with Lita, man. So when she debuted, she was kind of the first ever girl to get in the ring. I'm right now on my them. list. Okay, <laughs> she was the first one to ever kind of get in the ring. Other than China, she was like she was that girl. She was the one that like if. Somebody did something in the ring. She'd be doing a moonsault or something, you know? And that's what was great about her. And I thought her debut 
is one one of the greatest moments for her just because when you saw that, you were like, wow, okay, this girl's going to make history. That's what I thought about it. So, Well, when she was there, I remember this. I remember the first time I saw Lita was in ECW because I was at a live event uh, with her, and I can't remember who she came out with. But in ECW, she came out. And she had this tattoo on her shoulder, yeah. real good-looking girl. But I was like tattoos and everything. So, uh, but she she was <laughs> when she came out, you know, in, in ECW. I was like, wow! And I saw her doing moonsault on that show, or yeah, and I was or head scissors, and she was really good then. Yeah. So, uh, I, I knew she was gonna be really good wherever she went. Uh, then they brought her in Essay Rios. Yeah, oh, man. I, I, I mean, you talk about somebody that overshadowed S.A. Rios. It was Lita because nobody really cared about S.A. Rios. You know, like I don't really even remember S.A. Rios that well. Red he didn't hair. really do. He didn't. He was really lightweight like, hey, champion. He fought Eddie Guerrero, and then he pretty much went away. Yeah, I mean, Lita like, outshined him. Right. It was you know I almost put it like Sable outshining the other guy. You can say his name. It's okay. No. The Wild uh, Man. Moro. Moro? <laughs> Mark Moro. Moro. The Wild Man. Mark Moro. <laughs> the Wild Man. There you go. That's a good name for somebody. The Wild oh, Man. that was the worst thing ever. That's like calling Steven Little. I mean, you know, it's, it really don't fit. Shut up. It's <laughs> true. I mean, it's like them calling me Skinny. I mean, you don't call me Skinny. Skinny Summit. I mean, you know, you don't do it. Um, that doesn't make any sense, one, because, like, I've never seen a summit that's skinny. No, they're tall. Like, like it's, it's not a ratio of that. What's up, Ash? <laughs> uh, so, we, you know, anyway, you know, okay. Lita, when she debuted, All right, so I'm, I'm going to say number five. You have a number four. What's you your number four? It? Right. <laughs> number four. So, this is a collaboration. Yeah, this is going to be collaboration. This is more, jam- more summits than it is his. <laughs> Uh, Team Extreme versus TNA with Trish at WWF Fully Loaded 2000. Really? That That's on my number four. Because that's the first time Lita and Trish got it together. Okay. They, that was the first time they wrestled each other, and I knew they were going to be really good. And to me, Lita and Trish are the best two divas or woman wrestlers that you've seen till today. Yeah. I mean, those two, the rivalry, everybody compares those two. Who else you put in that? I mean, Molly Holly, sure, she's good, but, you know. I, I mean, mean who, there's nobody I would even put in that class. Not, not in Ivory's that class. Ivory's good, but problem with Ivory, she had no personality. No personality. And look who she had to wrestle against. She had Jacqueline a couple times, but that was it. She didn't really have, yeah. She had the whole, and it was the worst time in women's wrestling. Because it was with the cat, and oh. all they did all the gimmick stuff with them and everything with the else. the cat, and uh, what was her name? Nicole Bass. Nicole Bass. And I mean, you just had a really bad uh, Just when variety. you had Stevie Richards dress up as a woman and try to, and she won the title from the cat one time because uh, that happened? gravy bowl match or something. That yes. happened? Yes, it happened. She dressed up as some woman one time. He did. Yeah, it was horrible. I don't remember that. You have to go back and look it up. It's horrible. 
<laughs> was there in 98. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Hands down. Hands down, man. Right. I, I mean, and, you know, you look at I'll compare to today Charlotte and Sasha. I mean, to oh, me, well, they're yeah. they're getting right there with them already, and they've only been the business in the WWE for a year now. And they're building them up that way, which is great. Right. I mean, everyone's getting mad about it, but I'm not. I think it's great. The I think it's great, too, it great. I mean, you're building a great rivalry. You are. Between these you're building two. a rivalry that can go for and, another and 10 listen, years. And you, listen, you letting them go one more time into the line. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, I mean, shoot, roadblock in the line, where else you need to do it? You do one more, you do an Ironman match that you're talking about doing, and then you break them apart for six months and bring them back together if you need to. Because you got Bailey waiting, you got Nia Jax, you got other people that can have a rivalry. I agree with you. I want to see Banks win, but at the same time, I want to see Charlotte keep that streak going. I want to see her keep that streak going because that's her hook right now. I don't think it matters who wins. But that's her gimmick. Her gimmick is because she is a – I mean, that would make her 15 straight in a row. Right. She's making her own gimmick like her father did. But instead of 16-time world champion – 15 pay-per-views in a row? Yeah, no, but I mean she's – really – But she's undefeated, but she's – but she's undefeated at pay-per-views. What I'm saying is she's making something of herself right now. In the little bit of time she's been there, she's already becoming, well, not a legend, but she's on her way. I, I think Sasha should win. I mean, I personally, I think she should. Yeah. But I could get if she didn't. Uh, yeah, it's, it is annoying. I, I, it is true. annoying. Uh, but, you know, I think, you know, no matter who wins this match – you can yeah. bring them back. No man, we're not going to hate it. It's not like Bray Wyatt not winning a title for two years. True, it's you just know? it's a streak, and the last streak we had has streaks is, are made to be broken. Oh, shut up, Paul. And actually, Heyman. <laughs> actually, the streak has not been broken for uh, You're right. the world title. She does deserve. She, no, does, she does deserve a pay per view right. win. You're to right. To build her character. You need Absolutely, to. yeah. Uh, number three for me is Lita joining the Hardy Boys for the first time. Oh, man. The first time she came out with the Hardy. It was an instant fit. Yeah. Because they just, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought Michael P.S. Hayes was a great fit for the Hardy Boys. <laughs> that was the worst gimmick ever. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Michael no, P.S. No, Hayes. No, no, if, no, 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 no. Don't Terry say Terry. Reynolds. Don't say Terry, Terry Reynolds. Reynolds. I'm sorry if you're listening out there, Michael P.S. Hayes. Call us, call us, Michael. You're you're great. You're great in everything else, but you don't need to be part of Team Extreme. No, 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 I'm no. I'm sorry. No. All right, we can spend a full <laughs> show on worst Michael Hayes gimmicks, and that's not the worst gimmick. Doc Hendricks was the worst gimmick. Doc Hendricks was actually really good, though. He was a talker. There was nothing wrong with that. It's better than dressing them up in, when in I raise my camo hand, pants. When I raise my hand, your mic goes off. All right, man. Stop because <laughs> that was horrible. What do you Doc mean? Hendricks, come on, man. Doc Hendricks. But with really? the time, with the time it worked. With the time it worked. All right, name me one other backstage commentator at that time other than Doc Hendricks. None, because that's what Doc Hendricks was. Doc, you see, people agree with me. That's fine. You can agree with them. But I I think Doc Hendricks was... Tom Pittengill. Tom Pittengill worked. (sighs) 
Davidoff was like a stick in the mud, man. Right, but he you know what? No he was charisma. better. He was better than Doc Hendricks' character. Well, that's what it, happens. We knew. We <laughs> knew Todd Pettengill was cheesy. We knew that, but yeah. we knew Michael P.S. Hayes is not this guy. <laughs> We know who Michael P.S. Well, that's is. what happens when you make Vince mad by the first time not showing up for the rock and roll connection. And then he decides to hire you a few years later as Doc Hendricks. It's because okay. of the way he did it. He didn't return his phone call, didn't talk to him anything. He just... <laughs> Waiting for Daniel Bryan's music to, to stop this argument. It, that might, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right, so next, number two. Two for me is Edge and Lita, the bed moment on TV, on Raw. That's number two. The most watched episode of Raw ever. All right, I got to jump in on it this is still, one. It was still the most watched episode. How can you not put this yeah. in your top five? Yeah, thanks a lot, Flair. Thanks a lot for ruining everything. What are you talking about? Flair ruined it, remember? Ruined what? Had to come out before you know, they were about oh, to get Oh, before it got good? Uh, <laughs> Uh, awkward, right? Wow, yeah. I bet you yeah. that was awkward. <laughs> that like, guy Mom, what, what is, Mom, what are they doing? Oh. This is be wrestling. Oh, that's horrible. But no, <laughs> it, listen, it was the most watched episode on Raw ever. I mean, over a thousand episodes. I mean, dude. Wow, for a, a Christian fan, you're really into Edge, aren't you? Edge, <laughs> I'm not. Listen. The fact, the stats are the stats. Right? <laughs> the stats are the stats. Is that what you're the saying? The facts now? are the facts of life. <laughs> No, all right, look, I, I got nothing wrong with the episode. I thought it was really good because at that time, you know, they were talking about they wanted to go edgier because they, they never went back to the Attitude Era. Did you just say edgier? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I get, I, I, now I know what I said was wrong. But they never wanted to go back to the Attitude Era, but they still wanted to get that non-PG because at that time, they weren't PG, but they were going to that. And that just set the bar so high with that. Because right. you never saw anything like that. I mean, that was during the time when, you know, you had, like, bloody flair every... That was for PG. <laughs> yeah. But, no, they were they were trying to get some of the edgy back, and they did it. <laughs> really? But, you know... <laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree with you. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, um, number... Go ahead. What? <sighs> I'll see what you got first, then I'll put right. mine in. Number one for me is Trish versus Lita, two thousand December 6, 2004, for the WWE Women's title. Okay. I think this was their last match against each other. Wait, so the Edge one was two for you? Yeah, it was two. Oh, I thought that was three. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Yeah, no. And Hands down. I actually, no, this wasn't their last. Uh, let me see. Go ahead. Uh, are you talking 2006? 2004. Oh, the 2004 one, yeah. where they, uh, the Monday Night Raw, for the, yeah. Um, I mean, how can you not put that on your list? Is it, that That's true. I mean, that was, you had the women close out Monday Night Raw. Yeah. This was the first time that has ever happened. First time this has ever happened, and they tore the house down. They may have been it. Um... I do. I actually agree with that. Do you yeah. agree that the, the, yeah. neither one would be a legend yeah. without the other? Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree because, I mean, 
they made each other. Boy, it, Shawn Michaels always say you're only as good as the person across from you. Okay, and those two just made each other great, and I think it helped the time they did it. Because if you remember, if they would done it a little bit sooner, a little bit later, I don't think it would have been as good. Absolutely. Because, I mean, think about it. If they would have done it sooner, it would have been against Ivory. Eh. Compared to Edge and, I mean, Trish and Lita. It's not the same, yeah. It, it wouldn't have been the same. I think it would have been good. Because, I mean, heck, I think one of them without the other is still great. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't. It wasn't what they were together. Together, they just they raised the bar so so high as women champions. Both of them did, just as women wrestlers. And I I don't I mean I think they still would have been Hall of Famers by themselves if they never if they never fought each other. But I don't think they would have been Hall of Famers this soon if it wasn't for that legendary rivalry. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was. Uh, and they, they actually, actually, her last match. Who Trish's? Uh, hold on. Stratus and Leah followed the pin. Stratus' last match occurred on September eleventh, two thousand six, mm-hmm. where she beat former rival Mickey James in her last match. Yeah. Uh, so actually, yeah, two thousand four was their last match. Against each other. Hmm. For the title. It's funny. They That's were the last s- title match they, they had against each other. They were still together for two years and never had a never had a match against each other. Well, you got to remember, Lita was going through a lot. Of course, the yeah. Edge, Lita, Matt Hardy thing and all that. So they did, And you got to remember here, the Kane thing. Oh. Uh, the whole Kane uh, wedding thing. Uh, what's your number one? Because I bet you it's number one. That was number one, but I had a what? few. Um, what was number one? That one. Kane? No. The one that you said. I mean, it oh, had to be. 2004? Yeah. I did a match? Yeah. Where do you put the Kane wedding thing? <laughs> it's not even my top ten. I I hated that. I hated it. But it's so, it was so, it's so bad. memorable, though. Everyone so, remembers Because it. of Snitsky and how bad he was. It's not his fault. Okay? <laughs> Who's be- who was better on the mic? Snitsky? Or Sid. Oh God! Can we start over? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, who was yeah. better? Who was better? Sid, just because he was more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's not close though. Rusev, Rusev was better than them two. I don't know. On the on the mic, yeah. I, I, no, I think Rusev, Rusev, but between <laughs> between Snitsky and Psycho Sid, who was better on the mic? I still say Sid. I'll throw in uh, 1 plus 5 equals 8 divided by 10, Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump. (laughs) I I mean, they have to be three of the worst (laughs) talkers to ever be on a mic to do promo. Scott Steiner really wasn't that bad on the mic. It's just like you never understood a word he was saying. Dude, there's three of the worst, man. (laughs) No, we've heard worse. Who? Well, James Ellsworth for one. Oh, James, no Do chance. you understand that I, I have friends that told again. me that he's a good talker? Yeah, I know. He's not. I had friends tell me he's a good talker. I can't believe yeah. that. Snitsky was dreadful. Absolutely horrible, man. 
He oh gosh, and do you know? I don't know if anybody watched TNA. He was on TNA last six months ago. He actually came back. He was on TNA for a oh. couple of weeks. Snitsky. God. Yeah. Yeah, he's saying the same stuff over and over again. Uh, anyway, that is our top five for this week. Uh, this week, next week, we'll we'll tweet out something for next week's okay. top five. I did have one I wanted sure. to mention. I had a few honorable mentions here. Go ahead. Uh, the one, uh, what was it? Trish, Trish Stratus and Triple H versus The Rock and Lita. I put that one on there because that is the longest moonsault she's ever done. The farthest. Because uh, um, Trish was like in the middle of the ring or a little farther than the middle. And uh, she always talked about it. She talked about it on an interview that that was the farthest moonsault she's ever had to do and she landed it. So I give her just athletic respect for that. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a moonsault that far away from her, you know. That far away. Yeah, I mean, she, Trish was not, she was a little bit um, farther out of the middle of the ring. So, you know, that's it, it's kind of tough to do a moonsault. When she did a moonsault, <laughs> man, it was bad. Yeah. She... And uh, the TLC match at uh, WrestleMania 17. TLC? Okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I can't argue with that. <laughs> I mean, I, I put those two on there, really. And um, as much as we hate to admit it, as much as it was bad controversy and everything else, I'm sorry, but the Matt Hardy and Lita thing. Oh, the Matt Hardy and Lita thing? I just, segment? I can't, I can't say no to it. You know what was great about that is, uh, the great thing about that, it was real. 100% real. Yeah. The hated rivalry between Matt Hardy and Edge was real. And Lita. Because all th- and some of the best rivalries are done when there's a lot of hatred, true hatred for the others. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's fuzzy for a lot of people. Basically what happened, uh Edge and Lita were both on the injured list. They kind of got hooking up together. And then Matt Hardy found out he got fired from the company for some weird reason, no, where he got let go. He he got injured. He got injured. Okay. okay. And while he was on the shelf, he was injured. Uh, Lita started riding with you know because you got to remember the Hardys and Edge and Christian were real good friends. Yeah. So you know when Matt's not wrestling, Lita would ride with Edge and Christian and them. And Jeff, I guess, when he was wrestling, and they they got together, Edge and mm-hmm. Lita did, and they didn't, you know. So Edge, was, Lita, spending time away from Matt, and didn't tell Matt or anything. So, you know, there was a lot of hatred because they ended up together, and I guess you know once Lita, Edge, and Matt were all wrong and for things they did, but. Edge and Lita really didn't go through Matt Hardy and say, "Hey, you know we're break, we're together now, this or that." I yeah. think they found out from Jeff, and it just it was a bad situation. Yeah, and that's basically what happened, and it really, um, it <laughs> they did some really bad segments on it too, because and this was after the fact and everything, but they did this one thing called uh, what was that? Internet show they did. 
Oh, you mean highway to hell? No, the internet. Um, the what was it like? Where? Um, yeah, they worked off a true storyline, which yeah. is dangerous. But if they do, you know, it, it's it's really good, and that's yeah. the reason the they did a steel cage match. No, they did hell and cell. No, they did steel cage. They did steel, and it was it was good for what they did. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's it is dangerous, but um, you know, I mean, say what you want about it, but I mean, I have to, I put that up there just because it's really tough to forget that, you know, it might not be a great moment that you want to remember, but it is a moment that you remember. No, it was good, and that's why I I always have to put that on there. <laughs> yes, Mister Candlelight, all his shirts. Are oh, in look, Mister Candlelight! Finally here. here, man. It took you long enough. Hey, we're matching today. You're wearing black. I'm wearing black. Yeah, but I'm wearing a revival T-shirt. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, no flips, just fizz. That's right. No fizz. <laughs> hey, it's a great T-shirt. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, that's in the segment. Actually, we got one more question. Uh, we had Nakamura versus Joe at the live event in Japan. Uh, what did we think of it? I did not watch the match, but I know Nakamura won the match. I get it. They're in Japan. I mean, dude. you yeah. And plus, they're setting up the glorious one against Nakamura. Boo. What? <laughs> now you can bring up Samoa Joe to SmackDown. But are you? Or Raw. I but think are so. you? He'll be in the Rumble. I think he'll be one of the surprises in the Rumble. Yeah, we all thought he was out injured, I, we but did he's too. not. But so. no, he he won the belt at the Japan show. I mean, I get it. I mean, you have him in Japan. He's got to win. Yeah, he's, it's not he's, like Charlotte in Charlotte. I mean, it's like different. <laughs> Wait, hold on, what? What? It's like Charlotte in Charlotte. What? <laughs> Why do you find it so funny? It's true, Charlotte. I know, Charlotte. but it's like it's like you're repeating yourself, like Charlotte and Charlotte. No, it's Charlotte and Charlotte. But. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Charlotte and Charlotte. What do you want me to say? So, yeah. No, anyway. I mean, you're right. He's he's the hometown hero of, of there. I mean, of course. Makes perfect. Yeah. Of there. Not of here, of there. <laughs> so, what did you think of it? Um, I thought yeah. it was good. I just, the thing I don't like. You watched the match. I haven't yet. Well, if they were going to do this storyline, they should have just let Nakamura keep it. I get it. They're building Samoa Joe up because they wanted to make him the first ever two-time champion. Understandable. Cool. You got to do it with the heel because it makes sense. Whatever. They did it with the revival with the belts. That's fine. But why why wouldn't you wait to go to Japan a little bit later? I'm just, you We know, will answer that one. Uh, hey, I would say the reason... He won the belt, okay? Uh, it's because, think of the crowd reaction in oh, Japan. Yeah, yeah. Would it have been bigger if Nakamura won it there or if he retained the belt in Japan? I would think the reaction True. would be bigger. True. I mean, True. that that's the reason. I get it, though. I mean, you made him champion for, what, two months? Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, you know, it's not like he lost it the next day. Yeah. Like Bob Backlund. But, hey, I mean, you know. Yeah. I I mean, uh, I get it, dude. It's in Japan. You had to – Nakamura had to win. No, he did. uh, The next question we had, is Samoa Joe going to Raw or SmackDown? I – personally, I would like to see him in SmackDown. 
but I could see him going to Raw just because of who they have. Because if they have Kevin Owens and all this other stuff and they have Seth Rollins, you have all these people that you could do it. But I want to see him at SmackDown because he needs... They need another top heel. Like, I, I name me the five top heels in SmackDown right now. The only one I can think of is AJ Styles and maybe The Miz. Maybe. I don't really even count Miz as a top heel anymore. No, he's a top heel. I, I you know? he's a, Miz is a top heel. Don't uh, you dare say Ellsworth is a top heel, Mr. He's not heel. Uh, listen, he's a top <laughs> chin. Uh, oh, dude, that was horrible. He's a top chin. Uh, listen, he has to go. He okay. has to go SmackDown. Someone says Bray, AJ, and Miz, but mm. that's it. Th- that, mean, yeah, but Bray's really not a. I mean, is he a heel? Is he not? I mean, he's you know. Heel. He's he's with Orton right now, and they're tag team champions. So, uh, but yeah, he should be a heel. But going back, he's got to go to SmackDown because they don't have any depth on SmackDown. I mean, as far as mid card or the heavyweight contenders. I mean, you, at least you go to Raw. There's other people that can contend for the championship. SmackDown, you don't. I mean, you got Miz Ziggler. And they're not going to do anything with Ziggler anymore. So you might as well get rid of them. Uh, you know, you got the fashion police taking time. Uh, and Corbin, yeah. Yeah, but Cor- I don't Corbin's I don't a heel, but no, you're right. But that's four. But heavyweight title heels. Yeah. Like, Who can you really put in the title picture? The big picture. Okay. Yeah. Corbin, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Bray mm-hmm. White, you could, definitely. Uh, AJ Styles, of course, is champ already. Yeah. But who else could you put in the title picture besides Bray Wyatt? There's not a lot of choices. Uh, that's the reason. Orton, I say, but Orton, do we count Orton? Is it Orton want, a heel? Orton, Orton's, Orton's kinda, a tweener. Yeah, he's well, never I mean, really so a is, heel to me. But so is Bray Wyatt right now. He's kind of a tweener. Yeah. I I want Corbin main event too because I like Corbin, but I think he's got. I think Samojo's got to go to SmackDown, and I think you begin. Personally, why? Here's what I think. I think that Dean Ambrose should win the IC belt. True. Didn't work. Right. Yep. But they what they need to do is put Dean Ambrose as IC champ, bring mm-hmm. Samoa Joe up to go against Dean Ambrose yeah. for the IC title. Then you get him as a heel. I mean, dude, the matches would be really good between the two of them. Yeah. But then you can move Baron Corbin up. You could move the Miz up if you wanted to. I mean, I would be fine with the Miz fighting for the world championship on SmackDown. I'd be all right with it, but I don't see it happening anytime Not right soon. now. <laughs> yeah, it sets right. Joe and Balor, of right. course. It's, he has so many options he goes to Raw. But if you look at SmackDown, they don't have anything. I mean, you know, that's the reason Bobby Roode should be on SmackDown next month. But, yeah. you know, he's probably not going to. I say after WrestleMania, you're going to see that guy. I think before WrestleMania, you might see him. Maybe. We'll see, though. I think you might see him at the Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised if they have him come out at the Rumble as an entrant. I mean, because he's already fighting Nakamura for the title. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I think. So you think, does he go straight to heavyweight or he go mid-card first? Samojo. Um, 
Ah, oof. I, I say you put him as a mid-card first. I do. I, what I was saying is I think Samoa Joe goes against Dean Ambrose for the IC title. Yeah. Because he'll give him, give him a robbery. Yeah, make him IC first and then make him champion. I, I, that's how I feel about Samoa Joe. All right, you got anything else? All right, you're listening to Wrestling Vad 2. We got a couple more segments coming up. Next segment, we'll review Raw uh, TLC. We're going to review TLC, see who the champion was for the picks this week, this month. Who takes Ambrose's place on main events? We'll talk about it when we come back from break. You're listening to Wrestling with Attitude. Shot to your life spirit, fire away from the 